<sighs> okay, here we go. I just got back from a sunny getaway. I mean, that's what us Canadians do at <laughs> this time of year. It's January right now. And you know what? I'm just going to come out and say it. We should all take a break from work. And getting away is a great way to do that. But getting away from work doesn't mean that we have to get away from our physical fitness goals. And that is what we are going to talk about on this episode of Second Wind Fitness. My name is Brock Armstrong. Welcome. But before we get started. As you've probably noticed, this podcast is no longer in production, but there are so many people who are still listening to each episode and reaching out to me for advice and help and support that I've decided to keep the dream and this podcast alive, which means I'm paying a few maintenance fees out of my pocket. And I don't mean to make this sound like a woe is me kind of affair, because it is indeed a pleasure to have created something that is being appreciated. But... If you felt so inclined, you could go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee to, yes, as it sounds, buy me a virtual coffee. And since coffee is easily my biggest vice, I'm what you would call a coffee snob, if you buy me a coffee, I can pay my hosting fees with all the coffee money that I save. So win-win situation here. So go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee and help keep this podcast and my fancy coffee habit alive. That's brockarmstrong.com slash coffee. The problem with mixing holiday time and exercise time is, well, who the heck wants to hang out in a gym while they're on their dream vacation? Well, nobody. That's who. <laughs> so let's flip that frisound upside Disney, <clears throat> to quote Jean Ralphio, and focus instead on how you can incorporate movement into your vacation. Because, as you know from following people like me, or maybe Katie Bowman, or Brad Kearns, or Daryl Edwards, there's tons of us out there, it is 100% possible to stay active without feeling like you're exercising, or spending time in a gym. But you may already be thinking, whatever Brock, why do I need to worry about this? And to that I say, well you don't need to worry about it, but let's consider the ramifications of doing nothing during your vacation. The bummer in this whole situation is that the body starts experiencing significant changes after as little as one week of inactivity. Now notice, I didn't say absence from workouts or the gym, I said inactivity, and that's important. So when we stop consistently moving our bodies at a moderate to high intensity, we almost immediately start to lose plasma and blood volume. Now this means that your heart rate for any given intensity will naturally increase. Then after approximately 10 to 14 days, your maximum oxygen utilization drops at a rate of about 0.5% a day. Then, after a two-week fitness break, your brain's ability to recruit muscle drops by 1-5%. to Then, after three to four weeks off, your muscles begin to atrophy, and your fatty utilization drops, and you become more sensitive to fluctuations in blood sugar. <sighs> okay, and then, of course, when you get back from your vacation and you start trying to move your body again, you can expect it to take roughly twice as long to get 
back to where you were as the time that you spent being inactive. That means if you take, let's say, two weeks off, it could take up to four weeks to build back up to your previous fitness level. But okay, there is some good news. If you're already fit, and you probably are because you're listening to this podcast right now, and you have a good training history, that time can definitely be shortened. And we'll talk about that and a thing called super compensation in just a moment. But first, let's talk about whether you should move, exercise, or train. Now, you may remember this, but here's a quick refresher. I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes before. There are three categories of fitness as I see it. There's movement, there's exercise, and then there's training. Now, again, movement is that indispensable way that we move our bodies through our non-sedentary life. And we need to be doing this regardless of who we are and what our goals are. Next is exercise, and that's the dedicated time that we set aside to make up for the lack of movement we may have in our life, because a lot of us have desk jobs and we're bound to commute by car or bus and stuff like that, so exercise shores up those deficiencies. And then finally, training is what we do to reach a very particular fitness goal, like running a 10k road race or going on a fun adventure with our friends and family or, I don't know, building bigger biceps, that kind of thing. So with that in mind, it's logical that the most fun and the least disruptive way to stay active during your vacation is to increase the movement part of your days. If you can do that successfully enough, well, you don't even have to think about the other two categories, getting exercise or doing training. So that's pretty great. But you also have to do something else, and that is shake that all-or-nothing mindset. It's all too common in fitness and health, no matter which realm you're looking at, whether it's nutrition or exercise or anything. The trick to developing and maintaining some healthy habits is to remain flexible in your approach. And this becomes doubly important when you're on vacation. This flexibility means you may not only choose different physical activities than you normally would if you were in your regular habitat, but you're also likely to distribute them differently throughout the day. I mean, if you're accustomed to getting a good workout first thing in the morning, like I am, you're going to have to rethink that approach when you're on vacation. Your vacation movement will happen probably different times or maybe just throughout the day rather than being in one big scheduled chunk. So, okay, with that in mind, I'm going to go through six ideas that can help you maximize that movement cycle without taking precious time away from your sightseeing and having a good time. And of course, these ideas are not infinite and they're just things that I came up with but hopefully it'll be enough to get you started. So my first idea is to take walking tours. This, in my opinion, is one of the best ways to see your vacation destination anyway, to do it on foot. Find a walking tour, either as part of an organized group or a self-guided stroll on your own or with your family. It's a great way to get in some movement while experiencing everything an unfamiliar locale has to offer. The Lonely Planet travel books have built-in walking tours, and there are a bunch of them that you can find online. It isn't hard to find a walking tour for most major destinations, if you look. This is my number one recommendation, due in part to the fact that there's no better feeling than putting your tired feet 
up at the end of an amazing day of hoofing her around a gorgeous vacation setting. Trust me, it really feels great. Now, number two is to plan an event-based trip. Now, in the past, I've raced marathons in places like Hawaii and Chicago and Quebec and attended triathlons in New York and Thailand and Bermuda, and each one of those events whisked me off to an amazing vacation destination while also ensuring that I got some really (laughs) quite serious activity in. But staying fit on vacation doesn't have to involve some crazy competition. Simply choosing a vacation spot that allows and encourages you to participate in your favorite sport can make it easy to not only stay active, but even increase your activity while you're away. I've got a few more tips to go through, but first, we have to pay our membership fees. Do you like to shop on Amazon.com and enjoy supporting this podcast? You do? Well, have I got a deal for you. If you start your Amazon shopping adventure by going to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon, I will get a small percentage of the money that you spend. And the best part is that you don't pay anything extra. This all comes out of their pockets. Take that, Bezos. So next time you buy anything on Amazon, go to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon and shop while also supporting this podcast. I truly thank you for being a listener and for your support. That's brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon. Okay, back to my list with number three, look into activity-based tours. Now, these days, there are more and more activity-based tours popping up all over the place. I know people who've hiked the Amalfi Coast in Italy, cycled from Bruges to Amsterdam, traversed the Inca Trail in Peru, or kayaked the lagoons of Iceland. You can pretty much type any activity and a location into a search engine and find a tour company that offers a tailored getaway. Or plan it yourself and make it a real adventure. But... Here's a little secret. Make sure you choose an activity that you actually enjoy and are already trained for so you can maximize your fun and minimize the discomfort. Remember, this is a vacation, not training camp. Although I I do know people who've signed up for Navy SEAL training as part of their vacation. So I guess eh, each to their own. I won't yuck anyone's yum. So take that advice with a grain of salt. Number four is choose active instead of passive. Now, this tip revolves around shunning all-inclusive resorts and cruises in favor of national parks, world heritage sites, ski hills, golf courses, and other vacation spots where you don't pay in advance for unlimited access to food and drink and swim-up bars, which frankly are a crime against humanity, so... Don't get me started. But yes, sure, it is possible to stay active in all-inclusive situations as well. But the mindset that comes along with prepaying for unlimited stacks and unlimited beverages just begs your inner lazy bones to kick back and order another cocktail. Your stay-fit vacation spot should encourage you to bust out a map and your walking shoes. Instead of lumbering across the manicured compound to the buffet, 
spend some time and some energy tracking down that specific bar where your favorite writer was inspired to write that book that you love or the restaurant that invented that dish you've always wanted to try. Make a meal or your snack time or your cocktail hour into an adventure. And that means you'll not only get some extra movement, you'll turn an afternoon beverage into a story. And number five is to preload your workouts. Now, I know I've said this before, but remember, it is okay to allow yourself a bit of extra relaxation on vacation, especially if you've engaged in consistent training leading up to that vacation. For example, when I used to travel for work, the sedentary kind of work, and I knew well in advance that I wouldn't have the time or the gear or perhaps the inclination to continue with my normal fitness regimen while I was away, I prepared myself for that break. Instead of experiencing a loss in fitness, I actually grew my fitness and strength during that time off because, as you know, Fitness actually happens when you rest after a consistent period of training. It doesn't happen while you're training. You need to recover in order to build the fitness. So this is how to do it. Number one, identify when the break in training is going to happen. So when you're going on vacation. Then number two, in your training plan, because you have one of those, right? (laughs) Two to three weeks before the break, remove your normal rest and recovery days and instead begin a gradual build in your training load. This may include some extra kilometers of running or cycling, more weight on the bar that you're lifting, or back-to-back workouts that normally would be separated by 24 to 48 hours. Then number three, in the final week before that break, dig deep feel free to ignore your inner voice of reason, which I normally encourage you to actually listen to quite closely. Launch yourself out of bed and into your workout clothes, despite your desire to hit snooze, and call this a training day, knowing that you will soon get all the rest you need. And number four, be careful not to push yourself into what we call overtraining, but definitely allow yourself to accumulate more fatigue than you normally would. Don't be unreasonable, but also, as we say in the biz, don't be a wimp. Now, by planning some hard and heavy weeks leading up to vacation, not only can you avoid losing fitness, you can actually increase your fitness as you gently stroll on the beach. You still need to give your body what it needs to repair and rebuild, including general movement, good food, adequate hydration, and deep sleep, but you don't have to pack your kettlebells in your carry-on. And finally, number six is choose a backpack. Now, I know those suitcases with the wheels are pretty slick and pretty much everybody has them. And you know what? Some of them even have phone chargers built in. (laughs) That's kind of crazy. But when I use a backpack instead of one of those, I can create load on my trunk and on my skeleton. That means I have to support the weight of my belongings all by myself actively while I move around. Or, and this is the best part, I can switch that load. I can carry my backpack on my front. I can carry it in my hand. I can carry it on one or both shoulders. Plus, I can walk and look at a map or look at my phone at the same time, which is pretty great because you have both hands free. Ultimately, backpacks are not better or morally superior, although I do feel pretty badass when I'm schlepping my 60 liter backpack onto a subway platform, but that's just me but they are definitely more adaptable than suitcases. 
The same can be said for messenger bags or big purses or satchels or any piece of luggage that doesn't have a telescoping handle and wheels, basically. So, all right, what's the takeaway here? Well, the truth is, even professional athletes relax occasionally and enjoy some extra indulgences. But those who manage to do this successfully don't do it very often and don't spend the entire vacation lying on a lounger drinking Mai Tais. They do prepare for the vacation appropriately in their training and stay active while they're away. And when they get back from vacation, they get right back on track. And that also takes a little bit of planning. So don't forget that part. All right. My name is Brock Armstrong. Thanks for listening to Second Wind Fitness. I'll be back soon. Yeah.